This is Dak Prescott, and you're listening to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. I'm Rob Motti with my beautiful wife, Remy. It is great to be with you once again this week. We are on Fox Sports Las Vegas, ESPN Richmond, ESPN Charlotte, ESPN South Jersey, Angels Radio LA, The Game Orlando, Real Sports Atlanta, and 107.5 Alive. Thank you for tuning in or listening to the podcast. Our guest this week is Tampa Bay Buccaneers star wide receiver Mike Evans. So since we've moved to Tampa and or the Tampa area, we haven't had any Buccaneers on. We only had one so far, I think, who's active. We've had former Buccaneers, but one who's active, and that was Bradley Pinion, their punter during the pandemic. So it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. We I, need to step it up. We need more of them. More, on show. more bucks, more Buccaneers. Yeah, more bucks, but please. Mike has a fascinating story from what he, where he was, and where he is, and, and what he's doing now. And he has the Mike Evans Family Foundation, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about that coming up and some of the events he has in the Tampa area in June, including a, a gala. And he has a is it gala or a gala? I actually have no idea. I think mean? it depends on like how fancy you want to be. You know gala I mean? is fancy. Gala is like you fancy. And, and gala and gala is, like a... is like when you're like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. he's got that coming up in, in June. But part of his story, and he's one of the best, he's already one of the best wide receivers in the history of the NFL, and he's only 28 years old. But he, uh, and he's been a Pro Bowl player for, for four times. He's been a Super Bowl champion, and now he gets to catch passes from Tom Brady for at least one more season. Mm-hmm. So that's great for him. But his story is incredible, and we don't dive into too much of it. Just to just touch a little bit on uh, some of what he had to overcome. But I, I read a little bit about him, too, and, and his story has been well-documented, especially when they went to the Super Bowl. People talked about where he's been and, and how he overcame. His, his mother was only 14 when she gave birth to him. Wow. And uh, his, his dad was abusive, and that eventually led to his uncle killing his dad. So there was a lot of domestic violence that he had to endure as a child. And he talks about, I ask him about how he overcame that, because when you see this happening as a kid, there could be... So many ways you can go wrong in your life. Like if mm-hmm. this is the life you're born into, it can be extremely difficult. And instead, here is Mike, uh, goes on to become, he goes to college, he's a terrific athlete, a great player, first round pick by the Buccaneers. And again, one of the best at his position. He's got a foundation, him and his wife, they're giving back to the community. And, and what struck me when I asked him about it was, he said, I, I, I prayed through it. He wow. prayed through it. And I want to talk a little bit about that because as we, as you and I were discussing what we were going to dis- talk about for this show, you, you said prayer is the gateway. Mm-hmm. And yep. you brought up a Bible verse. So it's 1 Thessalonians 5, was it 16? Yeah. 16 to 18. And yeah. this is Paul in his letter to the Thessalonians. Rejoice always, <laughs> pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit. If I go on, do not treat prophecies with contempt, but test them all. Hold on to what is good. Reject every kind of evil. And as you said, prayer is the gateway. Prayer is the gateway to the presence of God. Prayer is the gateway to so much. In my opinion, it's the gateway for what God has for you. So let's say you're somewhere and you're stuck in this 
just horrible pattern of everything is just going wrong mm-hmm. and you don't seem to just figure it out. You don't seem to know which way to go. It is just a dead end everywhere you go. In my opinion, if you just close your eyes and surrender it all and just pray, prayer is just basically you telling God the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. He put those desires in your heart for a reason. And the way your imagination plays out the way you have things in your heart, the desires in your heart, they're different than mine. Everybody's different, but there's desires in your heart. Whatever they are, prayers is the gateway for them because the only way they will come true, and it's not like a wish, but the only way you will see those desires and the way you see your life transform is that you ask God for those things and you Mm -hmm. ask him to help you and you ask him through prayers. Like don't complicate prayers. Prayers is just you talking to God. And tell him what's up. What's what's going on with you? What is it that you want to fix? What is it that you want to work on? What is it that you actually desire in your heart? Because he put those desires for a reason. He put those things in your heart for a reason. And it's, you know, it's sad. Like, people go through things in life and kind of like him and what he went through with domestic violence. It's sad. It's really sad. But the thing is, if he got stuck there, if we get stuck there... There is nowhere else to go. You're going to be stuck there. Yeah. Yeah. And probably repeat the same patterns again. But if you get out of your own way, if you get out of your actual physical world, right, and into the realm of the spiritual realm, right, which Mm -hmm. is prayers, everything changes there because everything there is perfect. You know, God is perfect. There's so much power in prayer. There There's is, so much power because, right? yeah, because what you see with your physical eye is just what you see with your physical eye. But spiritually, everything in heaven is perfect. And if you would just tap into that with with prayers and just go into that with prayers and just say, I belong to this, I belong to heaven, I belong to, to this realm, the realm mm-hmm. of the, the supernatural. Yeah. I belong there and everything there is perfect. And God has a perfect plan for my life. You will escape that at least in your prayer time. And that will give you the sense of peace that you need to move on. You know, because sometimes people can't like get themselves to even be positive. Yeah. And, you know? and everything now is about a virtual world, right? This virtual reality and this virtual universe and this virtual nonsense and virtual this, that, and the other. Well, the spiritual world and where we think of ourselves in the future, it's not here on earth. Where do you want to be? You want to be with God in heaven. And prayer is the pathway, as you said, the gateway. It's it's how we can feel God's presence. It it's that conversation. It's that relationship. I can't communicate with the Lord in any other way other than through my prayer, through my conversation. And it doesn't have to be. There's no formal. It doesn't have to be formal. It doesn't have to be re- repeating the same prayers over and over again like I did for thirty some years of my life, and it didn't get me anywhere. No, it's a conversation, and and, and, and you have that conversation right. where you you spill your heart, your desires, your your needs, your wants, and it doesn't mean we're going to get everything we ask for, but if if we put our faith in our prayer and our hope in our prayer and our hope in the Lord in that in that moment in that circumstance, we we can see this this other side where it can get better. Right. It yeah, will like, be better. Like the Bible says to meditate in what's holy, what's pure, what's, mm. um, I don't know exactly the verse, but it, it says that. And 
meditating basically means to pray. Like you look at that verse. Like let's say you're going through something. I'm very practical. Let's say you're going through something, right? You don't even have the world, the word, the words to like cannot formulate a sentence yeah. to pray because sometimes you just can't. Sometimes you just sit there and cry. I do that sometimes. It's okay to do that, but if you cannot say a word or something, open your Bible app or open your Bible and look at a verse that has something to do with prayer and it will give you so much hope. And if you would just meditate on it, just repeat it in your head over and over and over, you will see your spiritual, like spiritually, you will feel so much better. You will feel more encouraged. It's so powerful. I, I had to find that Bible verse you were talking about. And this is also Paul and it's in yeah, Philippians, Philippians, that's Philippians, Philippians 4, yep, 8, Philippians 9. 4, yeah. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever yeah. is true, whatever yeah. is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever yep. is lovely, whatever mm-hmm. is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, meditate, meditate on, these, on things. these things. Whatever you have yep. learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and mm-hmm. the God of peace will be with you. Right. And, the and God yeah. of peace will be with exactly that. It's if you cannot find peace in your physical world, if you cannot find peace in your daily life, what you do is you find yourself a nice verse like this one. okay in philippians and meditate on it repeat it over and over and over and you know what happens when you do that when you repeat it the holy spirit speaks through it it's it's a such a beautiful thing the holy spirit just will give you this um maybe a thought or maybe a a feeling or Mm -hmm. or an idea whatever it is that you're seeking it will come because you are seeking him god is always around us he is just waiting for you to say something he said just i'm always at the door knocking i just want you to open he's always right there he's never far away he's always just a prayer away i love that i want to finish with this as you said, prayer is the gateway. I found this at American Christians website and it says prayer is the gateway to the presence of God. Prayer is the gateway to bring heaven to earth. Sod prayer is the gateway to what all men should seek. Prayer is the gateway that gives power to the weak. Prayer is the gateway to life in the Lord. Prayer is the gateway to the power of God's sword. Prayer is the gateway to all that men need. Prayer is the gateway that grows God's seed. Prayer is the gateway to wisdom and health Prayer is the gateway to heaven's great wealth, heaven's great wealth, not the world's great wealth. Prayer is the gateway to peace and eternal life. Prayer is the gateway that ends all of man's strife. Prayer is the gateway to everything men need. Prayer is the gateway to the soul's nourishment and feed. Prayer is the gateway to the supernatural on earth. Prayer is the gateway that leads to real life and new birth. Mike Evans will tell you he wouldn't be where he is right now and overcome all the adversity he had to deal with if it wasn't through prayer. Up next, you'll hear from Buccaneer star Mike Evans. You're listening to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action. Get information. Understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. This is Derek Henry, and you listen to Faith on the Field Show. To Faith on the Field Show presented by International Justice Mission. I'm Rob Motti with Remy. If you're listening to us for the first time, 
you can go to faithonafieldshow.com and find every episode since we launched in 2017. We've had an awesome lineup of guests, so you can listen anytime at your convenience on any of the podcast platforms. You'll hear full interviews on there. Be sure also to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Faith on the Field, and tell a friend or a bunch about the show if you would. I want to take a minute to thank our awesome sponsors. Please check them out on our website, International Justice Mission, Heritage's Dairy Stores. If you would like to be a sponsor for our show and help our ministry grow, please reach out to us at team at faithonafieldshow.com. We have various packages that we can cater specifically to fill your needs. Our goal is to be on a sports radio station in every state. If you don't have a business to advertise on, but you would like to help the ministry, we do have a donate button on our page on faithonafieldshow.com. Our guest this week is Tampa Bay Buccaneers star wide receiver Mike Evans. Mike is the first player with 1,000 yards receiving in each of his first eight seasons in the league. He's made four Pro Bowls. He's won a Super Bowl. He's got Tom Brady throwing passes to him for at least another season. Mike is also doing tremendous work through his Mike Evans Family Foundation, which he started with his wife Ashley in 2017. Their mission is to make a difference in the lives of children in need and families that are impacted by domestic violence. Mike has a couple great events coming up June 10 and 11 if you're in the Tampa area. They're going to be discussed coming up. But if you want to get more information on being there or supporting his foundation, you can go to MikeEvansFamilyFoundation.org. Mike, I know you got a couple events coming up for your family foundation, the Mike Evans Family Foundation. Before we get into that a little bit, can you tell me a little bit about the inspiration, why you started the foundation a few years ago with your wife? It's always been, you know, my dream to be a professional athlete, but it's always been my dream to help people and, and pay it forward. Um, something I've always done. It's always been in my heart. Uh, it's how I was raised. Um, had great. My mother was great. My mentor was great. And uh, I just watched them and I've always wanted to do it. And then reaching this level, uh, this platform has helped me, you know, change lives, um, you know, for a little while now. And, um, it just gives me a lot of joy, me and my wife. I know you experienced some domestic violence growing up and from talking to a lot of people who, have experienced that, that can have yeah. a, a negative impact, Mike, on, on a child, on a kid. How did you overcome that and get to where you are? I've had a lot of great people in my life. You know, I had my mentor, I had my, my brother's dad, uh, my mom, uh, she was tough through it. But I, I obviously know that it can change, you know, people's lives, especially the kids. Um, it, but I had a lot, of peop- a, lot, a lot of people in my life that helped me, you know, get past it. I had sports to channel that that anger and emotion and, um, you know, just, just prayed a lot. And, um, you know, it was actually pretty smooth, but other cases it's, it's a little more severe. I mean, uh, I see kids really traumatized over this type of thing. Uh, you know, I know my father ended up, you know, dying because of it, but other, other families, they go through, you know, a lot. And, uh, I'm just, we're just here to help. When you restructured your contract, the fans, really in the Buccaneer fans were so excited about that and so appreciative, right? They started donating to your charity. I think at mm-hmm. one point it was over $50,000. What did that yeah, mean so to 50. you to have their support? It meant a lot. I mean, that was an awesome gesture. Um, the restructuring, it wasn't even nothing that any other player wouldn't do. You know, probably 90%, 95% of players would do that. But, um, you know, it's just a great gesture. They've always been so great to me and my family. Um, even when I don't play well, you know, they still got my back. 
Uh, when I play well, obviously they have my back. So, I mean, they've just been great to me and my family. And, uh, you know, I'm happy to be in a place like Tampa. Part of what you guys are doing through the foundation, the scholarships for the students and, and the young kids, what does that mean to you to be able to really help them, whether it's tuition, whether it's uh, book cost, expenses, however it may be, just to be able to, to give back in that way? Yeah, I mean, it means a lot because college is hard. And, you know, a lot of successful people, most successful people went to college. Um, you know, I know it's a new era, 2022, with, you know, social media and things like that. But, you know, most people that are successful, successful went to college and college is expensive and not everybody comes from money um, and not everybody has that, you know, those opportunities that, you know, all they need is all they needed is a little, little push. And, you know, some people can be whatever they want to be. They just need a little help. And uh, you know, they've been working hard. So we just try to get back to kids that have been working hard and don't have uh, much. So on June 10, you have your third annual celebrity golf outing. That's going to be at River Hills Country Club in Tampa. And then yes, the next day, June 11, you got the inaugural gala. Mike, yep. are you more comfortable out there on a golf course or all dressed up at a fancy <laughs> event on a dance floor? I'm going to say the gala. <laughs> it's, in, it's inside. Have a nice little drink. Just relax. Mingle with, with friends, family, fans, uh, whoever, and just you know, raise money and have a good time in, indoors in a good climate and golf. I'm terrible at golf. It's a fun sport. Uh, I have fun out there as well, but it gets hot in Tampa and uh, I just suck at golf. So I'd, I'd much rather just be inside chilling. I hear you, man. I'm a mini golf guy. I'm not a real golf guy. <laughs> That's how I look at it. All right, Mike, I got to ask you this. Where were you when you got the message? I know Chris said it was a text chain with you, him and Same Tom. Thing, yep. And Tom saying, you know, what was that reaction like for you when he said, hey, I, I um, he hit me up earlier in the day and he texted me. It was early in the morning, about 7 a.m. maybe. So he's probably East Coast. I'm, I'm Central. So it was like 7 a.m. my time. And he's, he sent me an article about the ball selling or whatever. And then <laughs> he just said something about uh, there's more touchdowns in our future Ooh. or whatever. And I thought he was just trolling me. I thought he was just playing around. Uh, and so I didn't even really grasp. It. I just sent him back like a couple of emojis or something like that. And then he texted me and Chris a couple hours later and said he informed Jason and B.A. that he was coming back and that we got to go put in some work. So you know, we were ecstatic. I was at home playing video games and then I was wild. I did not expect that at all. Man, that's crazy. We talk so much about the culture that he brought, the winning attitude, right, to mm -hmm. Tampa when he came from New England. Do you have an example, though, of what that's like, a moment maybe, or something that he said, whether it was in the huddle, a team meeting, anything that is really the essence of the Tom Brady culture, that winning culture? I mean, he just, like you say, he brings that winning culture. Like, you don't want to lose when you play with Tom. And the way he works, the way he treats everybody, it shows he's the most detailed player I've ever been around. Whatever you think about him, it's all of his true and then some. Like, he's so detailed. He makes sure everybody knows what they're doing. And he's fiery, too. He's a competitor. He hates losing. Like, he hates it. It's infectious. No doubt. How do you feel, Mike, about that wide receiver room now? Because Chris is coming back. I know he's battling through rehab and getting through the knee. You guys added Russell Gage and Rashard Perriman's coming back. Like, how do you feel about where that room is right now? I always feel that, you know, if me and Chris are healthy and feeling good, I feel like we're the best receiver room in the in the country. I mean, in, in the league, um, year in, year out. If we're healthy, I feel like we're the best 
Uh, but adding a guy like Russell Gage, a guy that's going to compete, freak athlete, made plays in the past, and he's going to continue to make plays and help us. Scotty Miller, Tyler Johnson, Rashad Perriman, Cyril Grayson. I mean, we got a lot of guys. Jalen Darden. We have so many young receivers that just polishing their game up, working. Tom's getting them right. I mean, I feel like we, we got the best receiver room in the country, obviously. But, I mean, just adding a guy like Russell Gage is huge. Mike, last one for you. You said something when I asked you about how you overcame some of the stuff that you had to deal with as a kid that really hit home for me. You said you prayed a lot. And uh, being a man mm-hmm. of faith, I know how important it is to me to pray a lot, for my kids to pray a lot. What has your faith yep. meant to you uh, in, your, in your journey? Oh, man, it's, it's meant so much. Um, you know, I got baptized when I was in seventh grade. And, man, that, that moment there was, was, was special. And ever since, I just, I just felt, you know, God with me, like, all the time. Can't even explain it. And people would know to have, like, faith. They'll, they'll, they'll know uh, what I'm talking about. But I feel like everything that's happened in my life is because of God. And um, he'll get you through every tough time. Just got to, you know, just lean on him. And uh, no matter what it is, he can get you through. Amen. Doesn't mean you won't have tough times. It just means he's going to be Oh, yeah. Tough, tough times are going to happen to everybody. Nobody's perfect. Everybody goes through things. But you know, having that faith makes everything easier. Mike, I appreciate you. Looking forward to uh, seeing you at those events, uh, the oh, Mike man. Evans Family Foundation, and out on the field. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Thank you. It's going to be fun. That's it for this week. Thank you to Mike Evans. Thank you to Doug, Pastor Scott, everyone on our Faith on a Field Show team. And thank you for listening to Faith on a Field Show presented by International Justice Mission. For Remy, I'm Rob Motti reminding you, make a difference. Be a blessing. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action. Get information. Understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. Hey, this is Rob Motti. If you enjoyed listening to Faith on the Field Show presented by International Justice Mission, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Faith on the Field Show. And be sure to let us know. We love to read your messages. 